Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you. But save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcast. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. Clippers, this would be uh, Houston, ask for a trade, Brooklyn, ask for a trade, uh, and of course we could start at the beginning with OKC, uh, Sam Presley didn't want to pay him, which is an all-time mistake, I think they would have got at least one, um, he got traded to Houston, from Houston he got traded to uh, Brooklyn, and gave that grueling press conference. I don't know if you guys remember that. And then in Brooklyn, he asked for a trade as well to Philly. He lands in Philly. And, you know, they, they pretty much become contenders. And, you know, they drew the short end of the stick in two seasons. And he's he's wanting out now. And uh, all signs are pointing to the Clippers. Um, the Clippers with Westbrook... I would assume, I'm not sure what pieces they're going to move in order to get him. I would assume they would keep, of course, Kawhi and Paul George. Um, so you'll have those four guys in your starting lineup. Now, what does that do to your bench? We've seen what a trade can do uh, to somebody's bench via KD and the Suns. So um, I don't know if that's the answer. James Harden is still a good guard um, I wouldn't say he's back to his Houston days but he just averaged 21 and 11 he's, that's not no slouch you know um, but I don't think he's at this stage of his career going nuclear like he was averaging 35 plus in back to back seasons damn near um, I, I think those days are behind him I don't know if this is his last team he seems to uh I don't want to use the devil term, but it just, man, everywhere you go, you're asking for a trade. It just seems the optics, the purely speaking on from an optic standpoint, it seems like you're, I don't know what you're searching for. Uh, you land in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant, who is at the time for sure a top five player. And then you go from him 
to Embiid, who's for sure a top five player and the second best big man in the, in the, in the world. Some felt like he was the best at the time, and y'all don't get it done. Y'all losing seven in a very winnable game six where Jason Tatum stuck up the place for three quarters and a half, and uh, he goes nuclear in the fourth and ain't winning. And you and Embiid are a no-show in game seven. Uh, y'all do not get past the semifinals yet again. So, um, James Harden, brother, I wish you the best, but, you know, hopefully the, the Clippers is something that you would want. You and Westbrook are childhood friends from L.A. PG is from L.A. Kawhi is from L.A., so that would be like an L.A. movement. Um, hopefully that is conducive to y'all behavior. I don't know if that'll um, be conductive of a championship. I still wouldn't put you guys over the Nuggets, the, the Suns, or the Lakers. It's a three it's a three race. With me closing my eyes right now, picking it, it'll be the Lakers for me to make it out of the West, uh, even with James Harden, you know, potentially going to the Clippers. Look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered, especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up, year. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. Yerd. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into real talk. The talk of the town right now uh, is Draymond. Uh, Draymond Green says that Jordan Poole disrespected him as a man, and he also says he's looking forward to hashing out differences with Chris Paul. Um, here's the thing. Everybody hoops. Let me let me preface that. Not everybody hoops. People that are listening to this, if you've ever been in a competitive environment where you're hoping, you've either been, you've either seen this happen, you've either been on the receiving end, or you've been the one, the aggressor. You know what I mean? But this happens if you play ball long enough. People, since we so going into real talk, hit me out. My partner, I was about uh, this is around 2015. I was about 20 years old, 21 years old at the time. And my partner was a my young bull. He was like 16. You know what I'm saying? He had a shot or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? He he talked greasy. You know, he called a foul. I don't even remember if the foul was conducive to be called a foul, but he called a foul. And this is a grown man that my big brother was cool with at the time. Like, he knows me. He's seen me grow up. Um, and, again, I want to preface this by saying we're hoops. We love everybody over here. He called him the F word. This is, at the time, early 30s, a 16-year-old talking to him, and he says the F word. I've never held a man back in fear for my homeboy's life like I did. If he got a hold of my homeboy, he was getting knocked out. So you know what I did at the time? I was the older one, and we drove together. It was the four of us. We drove together. We got in my car. I said, yo, bro, don't ever do that again. You're going to put me in a position where, you know what I mean, there's certain things you don't say to a man, like fellatio. You tell a man to give you fellatio, you're, you deserve whatever it is that's coming to you. You know what I'm saying? You call him out his gender, whatever he his gender is, there might be some repercussions. There's certain lines that you don't cross within basketball. In basketball, you could, like, that's, that's, that's always been my rules since I was a kid. 
Hey, man. I get you don't agree with the foul call. The B word, we ain't finna do that. You don't know me. P word, we ain't finna do that. You don't know me. Or I might, I might just put hands on you. I might put hands and feet on you. And we ain't playing Twister. You hear me? So it's certain things that she'll say to a man in the, in the crevices of the basketball court that you just can't say. It's a worldwide thing between men. We just know we can't call another man certain things without you facing repercussions. You know what I mean? So I get it. I get it. Uh, he says, he I, I just don't hit people. Dialogue happens over time and you usually aren't triggered by something that fast. We know stuff that you don't say amongst men and we know things that you have to stand on. Alluding to my point, Draymond Green, you're dead wrong. You shouldn't have done that. Me personally, I would have just asked for the round in the locker room. Clear everything out. You call me this. You got to stand on that. We could clear everything out. I need my round. That's it. Certain people ain't finna just let that slide at the time and have a calm, conducive challenge to you. They just might whack you. And you just have to be aware of that, Jordan Poole, of what you say. Draymond Green is a grown man with kids. You don't call him just any old thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's a respect factor. No matter if you're my teammate, no matter who you are, we don't care about none of that. Respect me, bro. Like, even if you don't like my game, even if... You think whatever, at the end of the day, respect me. You know what I mean? At the time, Draymond Green is a four-time champion. And he's, I'm saying, one of the greatest defenders ever. And he's contributed to a culture that's won you three, four championships. And he's pretty much their leader. Steph leads with his ability. But the heart and soul is Draymond Green, which is why they signed him and they shipped you out, my brother. So you have to take that in stride. That being said, your father responds because he said that he apologized to Jordan Poole's parents. And forgive me for the grammatical errors that I'm about to read. Uh, I'm stand on this. It's some BS. JP was his guy and he avoided me all last year. He is soft as B. And I'm standing on this. And he didn't apologize to me and my wife. So he lame and me and him could meet anytime he want. Draymond Green responds. He says, that's so cute. It's impossible to avoid you in an arena for a year, champ. I got to get my family from that family room every game and stop using those words. They usually don't go over well amongst men. If you don't want to read between the lines, let me do it for you because this is what we do at Real Hoops. I can probably say a 70 to 80% chance. That's what Jordan Poole called him, the B word. You don't do that. You just don't. Draymond Green, you got suspended for that because they audibly heard you call LeBron James the B word in that game four. Nothing happened to you. LeBron can't get baited into that. He can't. Put hands on you. I'm pretty sure he did, and which is why he reacted the way he reacted, and why you guys tussle like that. Don't call no man a B word, bro. Whatever you get is whatever you deserve. You don't call him a B word. You don't call him out his gender. You don't call him out his sexual orientation. And that's just that's just play ball. You know what I mean? Um, lastly, I want to get into another bite that Draymond Green gave because he was on a Pat Bev podcast. Two dogs, by the way. Um, he said that, you know what I'm saying, he's looking forward to hashing out differences with Chris Paul. Here's why they will get together. 
And here's why I feel like Chris Paul has had the ability to not be liked amongst players. You've seen the likes of DeMarcus Cousins um, not really take a liking to him. Big Baby Davis has came out in the past and, you know what I'm saying, said some things about Chris Paul. Chris Paul is a pit bull. He's a dog. He wants to win, and he wants to win bad. He doesn't care who's feeling he's hurt. He don't care what's going on. He's trying to win. And he's six foot. He's the guy on State Farm. He's was, uh, you know, the president of the player's operation and whatnot. He, the face looks good, but if, if you watch the games closely enough, you could tell from a mile away. Man, he get in that locker room. Man, he get in that timeout, and he letting guys know, hey, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you didn't do this. Tighten up. You know what I mean? And it it may come off as uh, standoffish. It may come off as a passive-aggressive slash just flat-out aggressive. And then you want to talk about his gameplay. He don't want to just say it, but okay, let's say it. He's, 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 he's had a history of flopping. Go watch what he did to DeMarcus Cousins when he was in L.A. and uh, DeMarcus was in Sacramento. That is a legendary gif that will forever be used. Legendary meme. Um, he's had some low blows to guys. He's He comes from a football background. I watched uh, some of his interview with um, those boys. Uh, I am athlete. Uh, Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor. Channing Crowden and those boys, and he has a football background, so he likes to initiate contact, and then, you know, you get debating some of the refs, and then you get to hearing what he's like in the locker room, and he's a dog, you know, and Draymond Green is a dog as well. Draymond Green uh, will challenge Chris Paul because, you know, with Chris Paul, of course, being a better all-time player and what have you, uh, Draymond Green is the initiator of the offense, and he's been for four championships, even when Kevin Durant was there. Um, and I think they can learn from each other because I look at Draymond Green as a high IQ player. If you watch him defensively, if you watch him call out and ring in the offense with the uh, back cut lobs and the handoffs, the dribble handoffs, the roll, and then the um, man in the corner rolls and he throws lobs. He's a good passer and he sees a lot of things, so I believe that they'll get it together. They both want to play defense. They both want to win. Um, they've competed in the past. Of course, the Houston Rockets 2018 team uh, did have a chance to go ahead and knock the 2018 Warriors off. Uh, they blow it in the game seven. Chris Paul gets hurt. Uh, and I know that still stinks him to this day because that would have been a hell of a victory. And I still think that would have probably beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, so I know that hurts Chris Paul to this day. So it's just I feel like both sides of the party does have to come to a commitment of wanting greatness. And these are not young, younger, you know, younger cats. All of these players are in their 30s between Steph and Chris Paul and, and Draymond. These are men with kids and families. And all of these men want to win. <clears throat> so I'll never count the Warriors out just from the standpoint of they, they've been here before. You know what I mean? So you, you pair Steph Curry, one of the greatest point guards, um, and you allow him to play off ball, which he's done already with Kevin Durant, and he can continuously do that because he can shoot from 50. So I think they work it out. But that'll be it for me over here at Real Hoops. I appreciate y'all tapping in. We're going to keep coming at y'all, bro. Summertime, it don't matter.
tap in every Friday. I'm out of here.